Hello? You right? Yeah, I'm happy. You're happy? happy with, we've actually got our equipment back. Yeah, we're not in a conservatory. Speaking on an iPad. Yeah, practicing social distancing measures. Yeah. Um, download podcast went down well. Yeah. Like that's been our best performing podcast so far, which is great. Well, there's only one reason for that. I know I'm good, Joe, but <laughs> come on. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, what, Ethan? Oh, fuck Ethan, man. It's the demographic of download that's got us there. <laughs> uh, how are you, Joe? Are you okay? All right. Yeah? I'm yeah. really happy. Are you excited? No, I've been in a good mood. I've been in, I've been in a good mood for two days now. Because of, um, thanks to Corona, I've uh, managed to grab myself a ticket to Green Day in London. Very nice. Fallout Boy and Weezer. Name the Uncle Band. <laughs> which I will definitely like, and Alicia won't. <laughs> it's Weezer. Um, Weezer are like a I like a hipster band, aren't they? They're very critically acclaimed. Yeah. Although, like, most of their albums are really well received, aren't they? Uh, yeah, Blue Up. <laughs> There's a fucking fly in this room, Joe. <laughs> yeah. If you ever, if if you hear us stop, it's because we're trying to waft off a fly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Weezer are fucking wicked. I can't, like... There's not many bands I've got left to tick off my list. There you are, one of the bands. I'm also going to go watch my favourite band of all time. But going to watch... Gre- uh, uh, I've know, already watched Fall- Fallout Boy, man. Watch Fallout Boy. No, I've seen him. Have you? Uh, uh, the subs headlined Leeds Festival, and they were fucking wicked as were well. They? they were really, really good. Was this, during, was this after they went pop here? Yeah, this was after the comeback. Yeah. Um, the electronic version of them. No, no, they were wicked. Um... Obviously, going to watch Screen Day. Uh, really excited for Weezer. Yes. Bit nerdy. Pork and bees. Absolute pork and bees. What that video was funny because it Great was video. it was like before. It's like the the OG YouTube. Um, yeah, like the legends. Uh, yeah, it's just a co- compilation. I think there's that squirrel or whatever it is that looks backwards. I thought it was a beaver. Not a beaver, is, is it? it? Not. No, it's probably a squirrel. It's is it? I forgot what it's You'll called. It's not. It's not a squirrel. Is it a gerbil? Is it a guinea pig? Oh, yeah, it's a guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that. It's the Hash pipe. Buddy Holly. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. I don't like Beverly Hills. Oh, fuck you. Pisses me off. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for that. And books my download tickets for next year. Woo! My two best friends have also booked to go to Download Festival. I'll just wait for you, Joe. Yeah. What's the house? Yeah, well, so have I. Eh? Oh, I need to buy a kettle. Already done it, mate. Still booked. You see, you've had more time. Yeah, well, yeah, true. <laughs> I can't argue with that, but you, yeah. you, you would just make more money than me. And you also have more savings. But yeah, well, I, we had more savings. I am definitely less sensible. <laughs> no, what? I'm going to be. I'm not less sensible. No, if Mr. you look around this room, you're not less sensible. Mr. Oh! No, I've not spent any fucking grand on the guitar in a week. I may as well buy one today. I, I've, I've come to the sad reality that I'm not going to be able to buy another guitar in a very long time. Yeah, well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a shame you don't have plenty, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shame I don't have... 60. Well, there's seven in this room now and four are upstairs, so that's... God. Yep. Yeah. Um, wicked. Um, Speaking get- about guitarists... Yes, yeah, speak about guitarists. The best guitarist ever is the subject of today's video, or part of. 
in my see, opinion. It's weird because he's not the highlight of this album for me. It's um, no. Right, let's get... Right, fuck it. We've, we've had a little housekeeping shit, just talking absolute oh, rubbish. We're going to start making actual videos before we... we <coughs> yeah, we're going to... If you haven't checked, we've put the download podcast on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to this, please just find that video. Um, subscribe to us because we're actually going to start making videos now. Stuff that would suit that platform better than it would on here. Yeah. But it's all to promote this podcast because this is this is the baby. I just love doing this. Yeah. Um, and we can put this on there for people who don't have access to yeah. Spotify and iTunes, which I would be very surprised on these days. But Yeah, but I was thinking about this. It's like, where where do I want this podcast to go? And all that... Because obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts, music based. I'm not sure what do you listen. What you listen to a lot? Of, what do you listen to? Uh, football. I, football. I listen to some wrestling podcasts, listen, but yeah. I don't what, really watch it. My, my literally, <laughs> my literally wrestling, football, music. Yeah. And I'm thinking how a couple of comedy ones. Do you want? Do you listen to the uh, the food one? That's pretty good. James, I, I, James I, I, Yeah, yeah. I started uh, listening to that a, a film one. Sam uh, Carter was on that. True Crime. Don't know what that is. Uh, like it's uh, are you recommending me it's it's a bit of a niche subject it's if like it just tells you about like actual things that have gone on yeah um this is some joe rogan i've not tried that is that on spotify yet but it is a like no, four he, hours he long signed, like it? he signed like a um oh, like an deal exclusivity deal just to a spotify um i listened to it on, to my, on my spotify like player i got off the um app store S- He's really good, but he's literally every single day to the podcast and it's finding the specific ones you're interested in. Yeah, because they're quite long as well, aren't they? But he is. He knows something about everything. It's really fucking mental. part of UFC? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's a commentator for it. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, he's into martial arts and that, but he just knows everything. He knows something about anything. I got I got big into people who were discrediting Flat Earth because that was so funny. Yeah. Um, do you know what, though? Hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. Do you know what I think is the best, po- best podcast in the world? Who? Uh, Chris Jericho. Probably. I think it, his podcast is the best one I listen to. It's incredible. He's so good. And the way he just throws his adverts in. It's, I know. It's, it's just... It Have you heard of DDP <laughs> Yoga? <laughs> it's, just, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you can tell that he's recorded it afterwards, but it's as if he's carrying it on yeah. in the conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. it's like yeah, I was, I was talking to AJ Styles about like the the meals he's been having, but let me tell you about home hall steaks. <laughs> I like, oh Jericho, you got me again. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's fucking. He is my. I don't want to say hero, but he is like. He's just, so- it's an inspiration to me on like how I want to be. Rather than, I don't want to be a wrestler. He's cause... pretty much done everything he's wanted to do, I would say. Yeah, he's, he's a wrestler, really well singer, podcaster. Constantly reinvents himself. He's brilliant. I love, I love him. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I've, got, I've got off my direction where what I was trying to say. Um, I was thinking about how do I hone this podcast to make it like something that people want to get? Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, do we do like they do? Or do we like they do? No, I think we just limit this to what we know. Okay. And the, the way, if, if we talk about what we know, the better it comes out and the better it's received. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Do you know what I mean? I think I think when we've had more of a an understanding of what we want to talk about, yeah, that can come straight out of our heads rather than researching. Like, yeah, all the the past few podcasts we do is it's basically been us. Let's talk about stuff we want to talk about, but it's also us trying to get into the motion of actually doing a podcast. Yeah. And now it's like I just want to. It's like I want this podcast to be like a. What's the, what am I trying to say? Like a, a body of work. Yeah. I want to look at it and go, yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I'm with and you. And the way to do that is it needs to be something we're good at talking about. It needs to be something we know we're good at talking about. Yeah. And we're going to start with this. And we're going to talk about arguably my favourite album of all time. It's one of mine. It's your favourite band of all time. It's my favourite band of all time. It's one of my favourite bands yeah. of all time. Uh, it's Dream Fair. Awake. Awake. I don't know where we fucking start with this. Well, I could give you some background. Without me probably crying. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> like, uh, obviously, a lot of people might not have heard of Dream Theater, but Dream Theater are a progressive... If they've listened to this podcast, they definitely yeah. have. <laughs> well, they're a progressive metal band from America, New York. They all met in um, Berkeley College of Music and then all left and decided to do music. Uh, the first album was with a different singer in 89. Uh, and they, after a while, they decided that wasn't for him. They very nearly chose a different singer. They, James. yeah, they um, basically they uh, had uh, they rehearsed with this guy, and they were about to commit to him. And then, as they left rehearsal, they all left. But Portnoy, Kevin Moore, Petrucci, and John Mayungo went around the corner for five Kevin minutes. Kevin Moore, obviously, old keyboard, old keyboard players. Uh, yeah, we can get back. I'll get into that. When did all the ruse come in? Uh, just before scenes from a memory. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, they all left around the corner, drove back to the rehearsal room, and because they had this tape from Canada, and it was of James Labrie, and or Kevin Labrie is his actual name. I can't wait to get into this. So, <laughs> what? Well, that happened, and obviously, then they moved on to, and they wrote images and words. Images and words is first, isn't it? Yeah, images and words first, and then pull me under blew up like. It should never have blown up. Yeah. In a way that it was like top 10, I think, in America. Mental. In the like 90s. That, that is a cracking tune. Like, that's yeah. really good. It is not the standout for me on that album. No, it's not. But that, I know it's not for you. Yeah. I know what, I know yeah. what you're... Metropolis Part 1, is that your favourite song ever? That or Change Your Seasons? It goes, it goes between a few of them. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's fair enough. Because... I it, think it's very mood-based, I yeah. think. It depends on what, yeah, what I'm feeling at that. Yeah. At that point of time, but yeah, it so it it blew up, and I think that is because it was so different to grunge. Yeah, because grunge blew up because it was so different to hair metal, and then people who were wanting something that was more based in the classic sort of metal sense, but it had this extra thing to it because yeah. of the like the technicality that was going on, and it just blew up. And then they obviously there was time to record a second album, and they wanted the the label wanted a a darker and heavier album, and that's how they ended up with Awake, which only came out two years afterwards. Um, I have such an emotional attachment to this album; it's unreal. Like it is genuinely. Why do you want to do this? Do you want to go this track by track? I or? don't know how we approach it. I really don't because I could talk about. We can do like we did the trivia one. Sort of, but I don't. I, I suppose we can keep it a bit. Well, I think free. with I think with this, you see, because we're so used to the track. Because obviously, yeah. we we when we 
um, when we looked at the trivia album, it was just new to us. This is all familiar to us. Yeah. We can jump about with this. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier to do. Um, yeah. Where do you want to go with it, Joe? Well, it starts with a mega drum fill. It does. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I, I, like, I noticed about this, it's in, I know it's like it's darker and it is heavier in places. Like the only, I would say, happy song is Innocence Fading. <laughs> it's funny. We, we're, we're, at, we're listening to it in the background. We're actually playing it in the background and that song is on right now. Yeah. And when Jerry's not talking, I'm just like, Innocence <laughs> uh, But it, there's a lot of, um, uh, the, there's a proper groove on six o'clock. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh the vocals on this album. Yes. How? How are people like, yeah, Jason B, he's not very good for Dream Fair. Listen to this. It's unbelievable. The vocals on this album drive me insane, Joe. I, I, I've said this before. You've heard me say it before. Are we getting a hot take? Yeah. Yes! We need a hot take, like little... Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> James Abree performance yeah. on Awake is the best metal vocal performance of all time. Oh. oh. Do you know what? I would cringe, but because I'm like... I'm like, yeah, that's fine with me. Like, I mean, I'm happy with that. I, I think Probably before not, like, not the heavy yeah, shit. Before his 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 voice went, I, I think he was shit. the. I think he was up there. It's unbelievable. It's not. It's not even that. Like his tones now, this current stuff. It's just I love it. Like I don't know. I think it's just me. It might yeah. just be me. It, it's it's. it's oh, I find a lot of the bands that I listen to. Or it might just be because singers are the most hit things. Yeah. You hear it about M Shadows, don't you? Yeah. You hear it about Matt Heafy? No, you hear it. M Shadows has the same issue with me. He tells he got a fucking cold all the time. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't... City of Evil was the worst for that. Yeah, it yeah. is, but he's yeah. arguably the best album. Yeah. <laughs> what them? Yeah, it's it's one of them. But yeah, there's, there's a power on Awake that... He doesn't have any more. Unbelievable. The funny thing about this is people thought they had another new singer. Really? Yeah. Because it, like image, uh, images and words, it's um, it's still like it's still prog metal, but it Mate. doesn't. It, it, it's performance isn't as vocals on learn yeah. to live. Fuck off. Yeah, it's a lot purer on images and words. On this, oh, it's yeah, got it that is. more sort of like grit behind it. I just, I'm getting really emotional. I'm just thinking about stuff he's done. Another day, the vocals on another yeah. day. It's just unbelievable. Well, in the early days, he was hitting high notes like yeah, it's like, no one's yeah. business. Yeah, like he, he could do it. Like yeah, like he's got no fucking balls. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking <laughs> Frankie. On awake, he definitely does have balls. <laughs> Frankie Valley on steads. Yeah, I I think this album interesting because it's more song based. And what I mean by that is the songs aren't as long and I'd argue there's no true Dream Theater-esque song on right, this. Now, I think this is, a, this is a massive point about my end of this album. Yeah. Because... Which I'll get into, yeah. but I, we need to dig like, into If it. you were to go for the archetypical Dream Theater song, it's Metropolis. It's Learning to Live. Yeah. It's Breaking All Illusions. Illum- yeah, it, Illumination Theory, Cat yeah. Tuscany, yeah. Doesn't, it the doesn't, epics. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes though, like the 10 minute ones. Yep. Like uh, Glass Prison. Joe Home. Um, Joe you know they have a massive stigma about, oh, you need to be into, you have to be a musician to like Dream Theory. I am no yeah. 
Well, I could play the fucking triangle. <laughs> My favourite dream tunes, Illumination Theory and Count Tuscany. 20 yeah. minutes. What was that? It sounded like a fart, but I think you just leant back on a leather chair. Uh, I, did, <laughs> I did not fart. I can, I can promise you can smell if you want, Joe. No. Okay. Yeah, it's the, it's the chair. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, it's sort of what I like about this is it builds. I think I think it slowly builds and it gets to a point. And that and that point, I'm just like yes. But um, no, oh, I don't. I don't know where to go with this, Joe. Right. So we start. We started with six o'clock a while ago. Yeah. So. I go there forget over. Yeah. Melody walks through the door and it bloody does. Let me tell you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cut. The main thing with this uh, album is I've probably gone through f- f- through the whole album go, yeah, that's my favourite song off Awake. I have a different perspective on it. Yeah. I, I'm very strong on three songs. Okay. Um, Which would be Voices, The Obviously. Mirror, and Scarred. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. But it, it's like I said before, like, these are more, it seems more song-based. Oh, no, it does. Yeah, and I think... Also, lyrically, this might be their best album. Because... Don't threaten me with a good time, Joe. Voices and... This, the lyrics and voices and uh, Scarred. Some of the... Like, Voices is about... I think John Petrucci read... <laughs> Ben's Sorry. just breaking down. So this, 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 right, this is... Right, I'm not, a Rossomania's playing right now. Uh, this is by no way their best instrumental song. But this part... Just fucking... I was, just do something I, to me, Joe. I was I was thinking about the best instrumental before. I'm a walk home from work, and I was like, "This does the most." Part Dance of Eternity does the most. It's the most. That is the best one. I'd say the best is, in my opinion, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that was really good live, actually. Yeah, yeah. I also good. really like Stream of Consciousness, but that falls into the same sort of. In Stream of Consciousness, the first four minutes are brilliant and the last four minutes are brilliant, yeah. but there's about four minutes in the middle where it's sort of just yeah. grooving along. This album, to me, it's the feeling, it's the emotion, it's this play right now. It doesn't relax. James LeBee's performance on this is fucking unbelievable, but it doesn't rely on that. Yeah, It's the feelings, it's the tones. The best quote I ever got for music was about... Five, seven years ago, it was actually from you, and you probably don't even remember it. Like it's, it was that good. It stuck with me <laughs> for that long. And this is when you were fucking music stopping uni. But you said, you said, the best band in the world doesn't exist because it's all to do with your emotional attachment. Yeah. This for me, it just ticks everything, every box for me. It, it's like if if someone goes to, goes to me. What do you love about music? I give him this album. Yeah. Everything is on life on there for me, apart from like a fucking massive heavy fucking breakdown, mm. which you're not going to get off this. Yeah, but the break, the mirror is like, oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because we're on to erotomania at the moment, fucking erotic mania. Am I right? Part of what I think makes this album so good is the way that they intersperse little motifs from different songs. Oh, it's- the end of fucking mirror. Yeah. Space IFS. <laughs> Fuck off! 
Well, and then you've got the end of Lie yeah. is the mirror. Yeah. But then you've got Erotomania, which contains parts of Voices and the Silent Man. Yeah. Because that's all part of one You thing. look like that. You, it sounds like that Charlie Day meme where he's in a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he's, where he's pointing, pointing at everything. Like... <laughs> There's more of that in Scenes from Memory if we ever do that. We There's... have to do yeah. that. Um, we can't do this and go, right, we're going to do Awake, which is my favourite album of all time. But let's not do the critically acclaimed best album of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, just... Which is on John Petrucci have going on. Yeah, it's this Dream Theater lack of motion mo- like thing that you hear. It's a constant critique. Bullshit. Is this something I don't know about? Yeah. Yeah. Ex- expand. Right. So, they get criticised for being... T- Basically, you you cannot win at music because if you're shit at your instrument, people will call you shit at your instrument. If you are too good at your instrument, people will say you lack emotion and you're too technical. <laughs> you, you can't win. It's right. stupid. No band in the world has made me feel more emotional than these, genuinely. Like, Green Day on a personal level. Yeah. And I, th- I do think a lot of that is nostalgia-based. But what this album does to me is it makes me feel nostalgic even though it has no means for it to be nostalgic to me because it wasn't there in a place of time where it would be. Well, this is two years before you were born. No, yeah, this is yeah. my point. I got into this when you got into Dream Theater. You gave me, you gave me what? Images of Words, Awake, and Seeds from a Memory. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you, you had them as a CD. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll put it on my iTunes. But I have such a nostalgic feeling because I think... Like, mate, the sound of this album is so 90s based, it's unreal. Not quite as 90s as Images and Words. In fact, Images and Words is so 90s, it sounds 80s. No, because <laughs> the most 90s song of all time is on this album. No, it's called most... the Silent Man. Oh, no. Yeah, but you've also, got, you've also got the most 90s music video of all time. What, live? Live. Live. Oh, John Petrucci's sunglasses in live video. I have a hot take. <laughs> I don't have a hot take on Lie. Lie. James LeBree has never sounded fucking cooler. And then you watch the video (laughs) and you're like, that is the most uncool thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, Voices just started, which is a brilliant song. It's unbelievable. So this is like, this is what he's saying about, uh, what is, like, John Bertucci write read stuff about mental illness and he saw like one line and he wrote this entire song about it. It's just, but it, what, what was it? Cocaine? No, it was um, <laughs> so. that. The lyrics in the song. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear. A minute. <laughs> yeah, but you have like you have different emotions. Like we're on song five now. I think so. You got like a funky, upbeat starter in six o'clock, like a groovy, heavy thing in caught in a web. The way I feel about voices, it's the heaviest ballad of all time. It's a fucking ballad, but it's fucking heavy. I wouldn't call it a ballad. I would, like. If you took if you took the music out of it and the way he sings it, I fucking would. Yeah, but that, the second verse, where it's like, oh, the, oh. The, the, no, Joe, the fucking chorus. says it right here on the crucifix. Oh, Joe, you get me excited. <laughs> I, I feel elated. I feel depressed. Oh, oh. what lyrics? I love this album, Joe. <laughs> I love it. Every time we do an album, we have to fucking play it in the background because it gets you more hyped. Yeah. <laughs> it's just there's a, it's a very open record as well. Like there's 
Like, how far are we in this? Does it tell you? About halfway, are we? Just just under halfway? We're two minutes in. Two minutes into nine, a nine, ten minute song. Oh, you said album. Oh, no. I thought you meant song. Um, no, I was just like saying, because we're two minutes in and this is Voices. And yeah. this is like, this is arguably the most Dream Theater-ish song. This song is a lot longer than you think it is. Yeah. I same, think it's same because with, it... Say with Scarred. I think it's because it all merges into one. Yeah. The thing with Scarred is because Scarred jumps around a lot. Scarred is so fucking good. Scarred is like, they've like, okay, we'll start with jazz. Okay, we'll do this. Oh, metal. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to make you cry on Mate, the middle this, of it. This is a fucking ballad to me. And it doesn't really... It's this this it's more this is like what I just call like a prog metal it's, song. It's a power it's very powerful, but it's yeah. slow. It kinda of feels like that. But genuinely This has got a, oh, I was gonna say, I think this album's underappreciated for how good the guitar solos are. Like at the end of yeah, Innocence that's probably more your will than Yeah, mine. but at the end of Innocence Faded, like it's just such a jam. Like not not not. It's like a jam, as in it's a jam. It's a jam. Oh, the <laughs> the vocals are so good. I wish we could play it. I could wish. I wish you could actually play this yeah. as we talk because that is just unbelievable. Oh, it, it's just how how do people think he's bad? It's ridiculous. I've I was I was reading opinions on Awake this like a couple of weeks ago, you know, in preparation for this just Go to on, see. Upset me. Upset me. People are saying that they didn't like the vocal performance. Uh, right. Uh, people are fucking hot tape. People are cunts. <laughs> Fuck off. How are we two little just under middle class boys from Macclesfield? Soon to be Congi. Soon to be Congleton. <laughs> um, I don't know where I go with that. I'm just fucking pissed off. Fuck you. How can you listen to that fucking vocal, man? I think for some people it's too heavy. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. We're playing Silent Man. I know. Play- <laughs> Innocence Fade is lifting shadows off a dream. It's all there. I wish, I wish this was recorded. I wish this was our first YouTube video. Because you'd actually see how fucking animated we are. We're actually fucking throwing limbs. <laughs> and yeah, in Erotomania, when he plays a silent man guitar solo bit, it's just beautiful. Mate, that little snippet, it's about two minutes in Erotomania. God, it pulls my heartstrings, yeah. it does. It bloody does, Joe. Yeah. The the issue with I think the issue with Erotomania is like the first bit of it, it sounds like a guitar exercise. No, I don't I don't like the first bit. Yeah. I, I don't I think really. I think when it goes into the references to voices and yeah, silent no, man. It, and it then, gets wicked. Yeah. The first part of it, it just does nothing to it. Yeah, me. I think it's just because it's the it's And it's it's so that you can tell it's an instrumental sort of thing. But the Neoclassical guitar solo that Petrucci does at the end of yeah, and it fades into this. Do you know what's quite scary? We're on voices and I'm looking at the next songs. And I'm like, yeah. it's only getting better. Like it's unbelievable. I'm really in. This really inspires me because the way that they link the songs together, like the way that obviously Erotomania, Voices, and Silent Man, they're all a mind beside itself. Sweet, right. They all like merge into one. Is this like, it's like, this is a massive example of what you're trying to say. It's like, 
the first Harry Potter through the rest of him, it's all linked together. Yeah? Yeah, no, I'm just... Like, I'm not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Those like, little... If you, if you watch the last Harry Potter, or read the last Harry Potter... That's it. I swear my skin is inside out. He read that. Right, okay. And made a song out of it. What, a ten minute song? Yeah. Mental. Prog. Prog. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But yeah, obviously, you, you, you realise about all the Horcruxes and everything. Yeah. And all the references are yeah. all in every single film, or book, obviously. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, it's all... It's all Everything's connected. Uh, I think when you do it, it makes the the album seem like a full piece of art rather yeah. than a collection of songs. Yeah, but obviously, if you, if you listen to The Mirror when they play the Space Divest thing, you yeah. don't know. First listen, you, you don't, don't know, know. Space Divest. But then you've got a callback for when you hear yeah. that. So that's my example of Harry Potter. You don't know about a Horcrux till the end. You're like, oh shit, yeah. yeah. Fucking my fucking... Oh, he's already I destroyed died. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, I love stuff like that. It just makes the whole thing just seem so yeah. much bigger. But no, it's the way they flow into each other, like the way the mirror and lie just flow into each other like there's no one's business. No, mate, the silent man finishes like this. This guitar solo in voices is sick. <laughs> the what? Like, wow! Oh, mate. <laughs> no one has ever seen us mark out like this. <laughs> it's like we're fucking... Watching wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I, I think voices might be my fave. Uh, no, it's just voices is definitely up there. Lie, the mirror, yeah. lifting shadows, scarred. Unbelievable yeah. album. Lifting shadows is uh, interesting, and that's yeah. what. Well, oh. uh, we're not there yet on the old we're thing. We're only halfway. Yeah. It was great. We're so, <laughs> we're only halfway, and we got. Two more albums to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and we're exactly album halfway swap. through. Yeah, album swap is coming up. Yeah, but yeah. We can. We album swap's easier. It is. This is just unbelievable. Oh, escape from isolation. Topical. Um, escape from isolation. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. If you look back on like these lyrics, this is the height of when they were at their lyrical peak. Arguably, my favourite Dream Theater album cover. It's an interesting album cover. What I like about it is most of it's dark, but then in the mirror... Right. Well, they were going for a dark um, yeah. route, weren't they? It's like, this is the real world, Yeah. and then in the mirror is the innocence that's faded. Yeah, but yeah, there's obviously like a... Is the clock at six o'clock? Yeah, it's there's well, re- it's all, references. It's all, like, is that statue Silent Man? Yeah, that's the Silent Man. Oh, the it's mirror. No, uh, it's the bloke in the sa- It's the bloke in the mirror. The Silent Man. I don't know. The mirror is obviously the mirror. The mirror. Yeah. 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 So, like, the album cover's got like little Easter eggs on the actual songs. Yeah. It's cool. Really cool. It's a it's a classic prog album cover. They they got a lot more simpler as time gone on. It, images and words is a bit similar to that. I love their logo, man. Like, it's always just had that classic feel to it. Like, it's still... Love a f- Do you mean the, the logo or the font? The actual Dream Theater bit? Just, just Dream Theater. Yeah. Like, their logo is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I like the little dots. There's just a dot in the middle of it, and it... I don't no, know it's what, wicked. Yeah. It's like, make a cracking font. Do you know what? Their best artwork are the three singles they've just released. I've looked at them, yeah. They're the best artwork yeah. they've ever done. Like Better than the actual album art. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. Uh, but 
they've got like a really classic feel to it. Wicked, like the Paralyzed one's really good. Yeah. I really like the Untethered Angel one. That reminded me of Images and Words. And um, the Fallen to the Light. Yeah, that's probably my favourite song of that album. I want to do a video on that album. Okay. Like a, a look yeah. back here. I want to do a video on the Astonishing as well. Interesting <laughs> about that album. I've got so many I think ideas. Why that album has been so well received is because I think it harkens back to like this, where it's more based in songwriting. Right, okay. Yeah. Because this is, as I've said multiple times now, just it's just songs. It's I think that's it's, might be why you tunes. prefer this. Uh, no, I can tell you why. I think I think I can tell you why. But well, that's that's towards the end of the okay. discussion. Interesting. Yeah, so Silent Man's on now. It's a lovely little ballad this. I I think Silent this is one of my Man. favourite ones. I know it's it's the, certainly one of the simpler ones. The uh, production of this song, it just sounds live. James sounds like this is just a live full take. It just seems like a full take to me. Interesting. The background vocals is John Petrucci. Oh. Yeah. Joe what? Joe what? Big JP. I watched the... Um, have I said this to the podcast yet? What did I just say to you? When I, when I watched the, um, the auditions for the drummer. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've mentioned that on the podcast. John Petrucci's got a real charm to him, hasn't he? He's, like, I think he... You can't watch him speak and just go i really like you yeah do you know what i mean i um, mate no you can't you can't yeah not like you can't yeah <laughs> the way he comes across is he comes across very well when he speaks but it's like it's like for how good he is like oh he's humble as anything no, for... but he's just not arrogant yeah he's not i am the best in the world you best fucking respect <laughs> me he's just like Oh yeah, dude, you plays really well. I like that. I was like, oh, John, I really like. Well, you. They, they do this tour called uh, G Three, which is yeah. like a bunch of uh, instrumental guitarists. Um, when John Petrucci was on it, it was with Steve Vai. Steve Vai's really famous, just guitarist, really, yeah. and Joe Satriani, who's also a really famous guitarist. Yeah. Um, and they were doing a live stream the other day for like because of COVID and stuff like that. Of Steve and John Petrucci came on it. And he was just really like wholesome with them, because like he's just saying how much they helped him and stuff and all this stuff and like how how he wants to play like them. Nice. You look, you're looking at someone who's like one of the best pe- people. Call him a literal god because he's that good. But he's still like he's like saying to Joe Satriani, "Your your song was uh, our wedding song." Yeah, and but, stuff like that. He's but just for a, him. He he loves his own guitar heroes. Yeah, and I think that's part of it. And why are all of the best guitarists in the world? From New York, an Italian-American. Answer me that one, Ben. I don't know, but I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> huh? I'm walking here. That's it. I need, I need to move to New York and change my second name to Leonardi. Well, you're, ve- you're very good at the old guitar. You just seem to be from New York. Yeah. And, uh, half Italian. Half Italian. Are they half Italian? I don't think it's half of Italian it heritage. like a... Like a, like a, I don't really know. Uh, I, I don't really know when the big immigration from Italy I was. I don't know. So. All I know is this is not the time to talk about race. <laughs> so let's just fucking move on. Right, the mirror. This is so cool because the guitar doesn't change for like a minute and a half, but the amount of changes that happen, the guitar's doing the same bloody thing. Do you know what? This, this is mi- so. This, this is when, when, when they said heavier and darker. The mirror is the it, mirror is one of those that gets somehow overlooked to me, and I go back and went, "Fuck, this is really good." You kind of like the feeling I get from the Wicked End by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, I get you. I get you. Like you, you, it's quite passive, 
But you actually listen to it like, fuck, this is good. Yeah. Like, really I, good. I've really grown strongly on it. I think the, the chorus really is brilliant. Yeah. Really love. But I hate the chorus because I, I always think this is lie. Because he actually says lie. <laughs> well, funny fact. Go on. Lie used to be part of the mirror. That was just a song. Yeah. James yeah. Labrie heard the fi- heard part of it and said that should be a full song. And they made a right. full song. I'll go back to the audition thing here. The disrespect James Labrie gets. He fucking knows his music, man. Yeah. You watch the, you know, the drumming audition. Yeah. You watch it. It's like, fuck, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, it's not that. To sing over some dream theater things is hard. Yeah. Because if you're not used to changing time signatures, yeah. In in simpleman's terms, you don't have four to the floor here. This one's like. But he was a drummer for like seventeen years, so he has a natural sense of rhythm. Really? Yeah. Fucking cow. Uh, so yes. Oh, you. Every day is a school day, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah, he has a natural sense of like um rhythm. Rhythm. Yeah. So I think that's helped him. Uh, but you can't be in a band for f- can you 30 think, years. Can you think then... of a better vocalist they could have got Gen- ch- to fit them? Mike... At, at that time? Yeah. I think Mike Patter would have done a job. Oh, yeah. in in his but I Not in his nasal form. I don't think he would have had that emotional grab that he does. Yeah. Like James, he's... I think if you take James LeBrew out of Dream Theory, it won't sound like Dream Theory anymore. No, it wouldn't. It really yeah. wouldn't. Like you could get so like if like if Dio joined him, yeah. Obviously, it would yeah, be but, wicked. Yeah, but he was he would have been fifty worked. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he'd have a new singer now anyway, because unfortunately, yes. One James this... isn't here with us anymore. James, Ronnie James, Ro- Ronnie James. Sorry, yeah. Dio James is, is still with yeah. Us. Dio is <laughs> one of my favorite vocalists ever. That is wicked. Yeah. Um, you look at the guy from Queens, right? But his voice went as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went back to that album. Went the old YouTube. Like, people say about his voice mm. going. But now he, he was good. I watched some recent stuff and it seems to be better, but I don't know if they've, like, changed the key. This chorus is so good. <laughs> it's just the power. This is, um... It's these bits, Joe. It's the... Do you like the little, um... There's a lot of movie like clips in this and I in the album and I think that helps to conceptualise everything it's, as well. Uh, yeah, right. My favourite film of all time is Bats of the Future. And I think what a lot of that is, it's the the little interludes, like the mu- the music. Not the not the Not Power of Love. Not Power of Love, it's the actual proper music. It's yeah. the little interludes. Like the score. Like, the score. like yeah. if yeah, if like Like if uh, if Martin McFly is like looking at the DeLorean and some weird some weird shit's going on, and you get this little like yeah, like it's stuff like that. It's the mood. It's like get a sort of like an orchestral feeling, yeah, in like but, an album. But the thing is, is it's always reoccurring, yeah. and it does that with this. Yeah, like fe- it's like thematic sort of motifs that yeah, brilliant. and the, and they trigger a certain response with yeah, you. yeah. Well, it, yeah, it does for me. I think. Where I get my nostalgia from from this album is because it's similar to that, yeah. and obviously that's my favorite film of all time. Yeah, it all links together. Yeah. I might just be a fucking weirdo. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> In- also, like this is the first time that uh, they use seven string guitars on 
Okay. The records. So we've got uh, Lie, The Mirror, and I think Caught in the Web all used seven strings. And that's why it's a bit We heavier. just fucking brushed past Caught in the Web. Caught in the Web. Uh, yeah, I feel a bit what sorry. What that is. I feel a bit sorry for Caught in the Web. What What a chorus as well. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I think it just gets a bit... Just where it's placed. It's like... It's a lot longer than I thought it was. I thought it was like three, three and a half minutes. <laughs> but right, do you, I can tell you a fun fact. Caught in the Web, Innocence Faded, Voices, The Silent Man, Lie, Lifting the Shadows from a Dream, Scarred, have all been my favourite song off this album. Really? Yeah, nice. it, like, it changes that often. Right. This, oh! So, <laughs> well, what I think this does... This gets cemented later on when you hear like what sort of a harrowing song Space Divest is. It sort of generates this motion. And then we got we're into a groove. I've actually got so much well, Space Divest. Interesting story about Space Divest I've got for you. Oh I'm excited. Um I'm really excited. Yeah. This just this build, it's like this reminds me of um I don't know if people have played like Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. In one of the places there's this like there's like a a bass groove and yeah. then it's you'll hear like a a chord and the end of the mirror does that and I think you know when you're talking about like nostalgia yeah. I think that triggers me because that's one of my favourite games of all time because of nostalgia because if you if you go back and look at that now it I mean I think I've got more definition from uh, on like a oh I've lost my train of thought <laughs> ha! train of thought ha! Oh, you love to see it. Yeah, you know. I mean, like. <laughs> Go on, Joe. Joe, more... waiting. Come on. I'm trying to come up with a good analogy, but it's going to be shit. Come on, give us a good oh. analogy. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, the groove masters just come in on lie. Mate, any song in the world could go into lie. I swear. <laughs> well, yeah, we have talked about that before when they dropped dance for into lie. We freaked out. Me and Joe, me and you just gave that look because I. Like, Alicia does not, me partner does not know a lot about Dreamfish. I don't really think she enjoyed it. No, it's not. It's not and I the people around us were just checking him out. And then me and you just like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Um. Uh, hi, everybody. We're back. Uh, we are, my computer went, nah! Uh, we, we had about a five minute conversation that is not in this now. So we're going to try and recreate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're on to lie. Oh, and- yeah. It was written. I just spilled my beer. Yeah. Not going well for Take us. Take three. <laughs> yeah. So in, um, well, yeah, when we saw Lie. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, it was wicked. And then like you saying it was the John Petrucci show. It was a John Petrucci show. And that most recent album is the John Petrucci show. And anyone who says he just shreds needs to actually listen to that album. This is beautiful. I think that. They need to listen to the Kautoski. Yeah, beautiful. Just like, the t- he's got the certain, the certain tones that really... I don't know what it is, Joe. You'll, you'd have to explain it to me. you probably just have to say what mean, it is. Do you mean the clean tone at the start of it? Like the... Yeah. Do, do, do. So what Dream Theater do, uh, what John does, is he has many guitars, but he also put, plays an acoustic with it. Yeah. And I think it just creates this massive sort of... It just sounds really sort of yeah. big. And then when the guitar solo comes in, it affects you. And it affected me. It made me change the way I write music and all this stuff. Uh, I, Do you know why I think I've got such an emotional connection to that song? I've just realised. Why? I first heard that when we were going down to London 
to watch the uh, semi-final against United in the at Wembley. My second favourite game I've ever been to. Mental. But I think because I've got all that connection for it, I know. I remember we won. Fuck we won. We won. <laughs> we won. I was like, I can't wait to listen to this song again. And I put it on and I'm like, uh, that just happened. You know what I mean? And then I'm listening to this sort of song I've never heard of. This music I've never heard of. And then I went back into the back history, found some fucking phenomenal albums. Like four of their albums are my top four of all time. <laughs> uh, which ones? Uh, Images and Words. Yeah. Awake. Yeah. Scenes from a Memory. Yeah. And six degrees of indeterminance. And then fifth is train of thought. <laughs> that is mental because my third is not even in yours. What's yours? Uh, number one, awake. Yeah. Two, scenes. Three, black clouds. Oh, see, black clouds black is. Black clouds is fucking brilliant. Black clouds <laughs> is brilliant. And. There's not a bad I, song on it, Jim. <laughs> I, am, I am of the opinion that Dream Theater have never released a bad album. Including I, their first album. I have not heard it. Have you not? Because I don't, I'm not interested in it because it's not got my boy on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To be fair, you can listen to live recordings of from like the early 90s of yeah. them songs and they sound so much better. But um, I even think Falling Into Infinity isn't a bad record. And that's there, apart from The Astonishing, which is, I wouldn't class in the same sort of thing because I think it's a different thing. I want to do a video on that. I want to do... I want us to do a series on YouTube where we look back at videos that got discredited, yeah. but we actually like and actually say why we do. Yeah, I am with you. Be positive rather than negative. That's what we are, because yeah. we want to talk about stuff we actually like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? By the way, this guitar, guitar solo. Shit. Right. Lies guitar solo. <laughs> so I'm saying this as if everyone can hear it. Tell you what, everyone, if you put this album on, You'll sort of get a, like a running track commentary. Yeah, you would actually. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but what's cool about that is it goes from the very bottom of the seven string all the way to the top. I've got a hot take. Hot take? Um, lie. That vibrato on Swear is fucking phenomenal, I know. Lie may be the best, for, the best bridge to chorus of all time. Do you like it? No, it's fucking unbelievable, Joe. It's that fucking power into that grit. Yeah. I That's where. Yeah, that yeah. goes really fucking high. Yeah. Now. Mother Mary, Quack and Jerry. It's like, oh yeah, I want to fucking dance, James. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go yeah. into the delicate. I'm... And then it sort of has this sort of, like, you're back into the mirror. And then this is the best guitar solo in life. There's two. <laughs> How was it? It's six minutes long. It's got two guitar solos. Yeah, he's just... Wicked. Yeah, the, the end guitar solo in Lie is beautiful. It's it's absolutely bonkers, but I just... Because it's, it's got that sort of mystical right. do you know background what I love? to it. Do you know what I love about Dream Theater? Is they are full of guitar solos and everything. <laughs> but it all seems natural. Yeah. Like... I think that's because of how they write. Right, no, because if you... Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Afterlife, one of the best guitar solos of all time. Do you mean... Um, Avenged Sevenfold's yeah. Afterlife. One of the best guitar solos of all time. You, you yeah. pop, come on, it's ridiculous. It is. But you know, you know, it's... The whole build-up to that is written to do that, whereas in Dream Theater, it is just... It feels natural. Yeah. It, 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In, like, the thing is, like, Avengers Sevenfold, I love him. I fucking love him. But Sinister Gates is Brian, as I like to call him. A lot. He's, he's, he's a tear above. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in Dream Fitter, everyone's on the same yeah. level. No, James is a penis. Yeah, he fucking is. Fuck go. off. We get the people saying Mike Mangini is shit at drums. He's not. And then we'll get the people saying, oh, Dreamfair got shit when Kevin Moore left. Do you know what was mental? <laughs> Fuck off. Jordan Roos is like one of the best fucking musicians I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> jo- Jordan Roos, I, w- I, I, I think I've said this before, actually, maybe on this podcast. No, you did. Possibly you the best, technically the best member at their instrument in like yeah in the band his, um, yeah i know what you mean but uh, uh, yeah because kevin moore's got this kevin moore's very much a part of like the atmosphere of the early records do you know what it's really weird to me to think that jordan's not on this album it's it is really weird it's weird looking back and then if you remember there's another guy called derek who did a change of seasons and falling into infinity Bad. yeah so like uh this what song, is interesting this kevin, song actually makes me cry yeah <laughs> Again, great lyrics. John Mayung did these lyrics, bassist. John Mayung oh, often... He actually speaks. <laughs> I saw a video of him like in the 90s and he was chatting absolute loads. I think he plays a character, you know. Yeah, a bit yeah. like uh, Sid from Slipknot. Yeah, or it's a bit like, it's a bit like you know, like Aguero. Yeah. Because he can speak English, but he pretends he doesn't know how to speak English so he doesn't have to do interviews. Wait, does he? Yeah, I think David Silver's the same. Shh. Dave's been here for fucking nearly half my fucking lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> of course he can speak English. It just knows hi. Thank you. Figures those are the those are the two words we all know in Spanish. This song actually makes me really emotional. It really does. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's like it's so beautiful. I think the message is like the actual song title is quite nice as well, like lifting shadows off a dream, like taking something away. We're gonna get this is a this is a brand new brand new sound. We're gonna get a third hot take. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to do like a like a, a when we've got seven hundred hot takes, like a compilation of absolute. It's probably all about Jeefer. Yeah, um, or it'll be Ethan just say change some random there, shit. There, and I I can confidently say this: there is no band in the world better than making ballads or soft songs as. A collective. If you go through all their discography, it's fucking ridiculous. The emotion in their tunes. Mm. Like, what? Lie. Not lie. What? Yeah, Definitely not lie. That's... Lifting shadows off a dream. Yeah. Silent Man. Spirit carries on. Through her eyes. Go on, Joe. Give me more. Wait for sleep. Uh, wait for sleep. Falling into infinity, I think they fall a bit, but if you count Peruvian skies... Falling into infinity, what, you got... Um... You got Anna Lee... There's yeah. two more. Um, There's two more for Alan. Hollow Years, brilliant. Hollow Years, and... Um, oh, what's it fucking called, Joe? What's it fucking called? Is it Just Let Me Breathe? No. It's Take My Pain Away. Take My Pain Away. Yeah. Yes. But then on Six Degrees, you've got Misunderstood, which is my personal favourite. It's not really a ballad, but... It's... No, it says so- and soft yeah. songs. Like, yeah. Silent Man's it's, not it, really a ballad. Yeah, it's... Silent Man's a ballad. Definite ballad. Really? Yeah. 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 What we're uh, what we're saying about solitary shell. Solitary shell is <laughs> beautiful. What? I'm I'm getting 
This album, this album, this podcast could be up for seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> we have to listen to the whole back, back catalog. Um, yeah, uh, Disappear on Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence is absolutely haunting. Mate. And so is Vacant on Train of Thought, actually. I just, I just, Wither. Wither. Wither's, Wither I don't like as much, but I think it's because of the poppy chorus. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. It's sort of why I don't like Afterlife by Men Sevenfold. Because it's literally... <laughs> Wait! Fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! You say that like you've never liked that song. No, I do like the song. Wait, what The chorus. Say? Oh, you don't like the chorus? I don't like the chorus. You said, I don't like Afterlife by no. Benjamin Falls. Like, that is like the song I associate you with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the big song that got me into metal, actually. That is, so it, it worked. Is it did work. It is wicked. Um, and she listens openly yes she does <laughs> who does she it's about your mum no it's not this vocal is oh i can't what is your favorite out of all of these so you've got 11 of the best vocal performances of all time what's your favorite <laughs> what this album yeah what's my favorite song of this album favorite vocal probably that little last bit we just heard is it mine's scarred Oh, no, yeah, because you got you get the heavy bit, but that bit where he goes soft, and then it builds up. Not into he goes like, not in turn, don't you? Yeah, it's just uh, that, that's innocent fader. Uh, no, bear with me, bear with me. Oh, yeah. which song is this? like? You can tell you step forward. I said so. Do do. That's lie. Yes, that is it. It's <laughs> fucking lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's like, that's a bit breakdownish. That Mate, bit. That's, no. yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. know my fucking yeah. music taste, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is fucking brutal <laughs> for Dream Theater. Yeah. So Scarred gets some shit, you know, but it's also a lot of people's favorites. Fuck but off. it's a lot of people's not favorite, and I think it is a very disjointed song. But I've never found it disjointed. Scarred's fucking brilliant. Yeah, really good. Again, great as solo. Great guitar solo. No, honestly, this album has got so many great guitar solos, but I feel like they're ones that people never go to learn. I think people often go for stuff like, you know, Another Day. Yeah. Uh, Pull Me Under. The Home solo and Spirit Carries On. I've not even talked about Home. Oh, you, that album needs fucking this two episodes. This podcast is going to get fucking raped. <laughs> in fact, that's a, that's a lyric in this song. That's, yeah, that's what I mean about... On Topic. The way that they, um, that was so Javet. <laughs> so, you can tell, you can tell where my fucking humor comes from. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't put this on, uh, if we ever put this on YouTube, we're just going to have to put that, you know, that little gif of him, like rolling his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you just look at the camera here, like. Yeah. Oh, you're hard. <laughs> oh, you're hard. Show it off because of the, uh, Scarred. Scarred. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant song. The way it starts off so bit, and then it just gets heavy. I never let my emotion. The, the, this, this is the, this See, is the song. This song is weird to me, man. Like it's just so weird. It, it feels a little bit emptier than another Dream Theater ten minute song. Like, oh, why do we? We shouldn't have let ourselves listen to this. Yeah, album, I think, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like twenty minutes longer because we're listening to it. No, it is. The the <laughs> vocal, the vocal. Like the second line here is fucking unbelievable. 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. It's I won't. It, what's it? I won't let them rape me again. Now that is a yeah. very dark lyric. To yeah. Go, but, Do you know what? I yeah. thought that's what he said, and now I know that's what he said. Yeah. Shame. Your venom's not family here. That is oh, some. Oh, ho, ho. like like. This should have been a video. Yeah, yeah I've just, I've, I've, I've literally just done like a shake to like <laughs> along to his vibrato. Um, yeah, the, it is a bit weird the song because it goes like this, but then the chorus is like, da, da, da. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a total turn. Yeah, very. This is very prog progressive. In do that. you know what? Yeah, I think we should generally do a video of us listening to the album. Just like a fa- just like highlights. Just, just, no, not <laughs> highlights, just the whole thing. Because yeah. <laughs> I have watched some fucking shit on reaction YouTube. Reaction videos. So, re- literally, reaction videos to people just going like that. Yeah, that was good. For 20 minutes. And I'm like... Show some passion. Me it, and yeah. you, listening to this song and actually fucking going through it, it'd be a great watch. Oh! They can't hear it, Joe. I know they can't. <laughs> It's going to have me grunting. It's topical. Album swap, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. The, the lyric... The, the, I'm good. I keep going back. But these lyrics make you think. It's not like... Um, unfortunately, I think that is one thing where they have dropped off as time has gone by is their lyrical uh, content. And it's not been as strong as early. But that okay. might that might be just because when they were young and had stuff to write about. Yeah. And then like could be subjective could be it is it's subjective but i like sort of everything's yeah i like sort of like meta sort of things that make you think yeah yeah yeah. well like count of tuscany is literally about being scared of a count in tuscany count of tuscany just makes me fucking cry yeah a bit like lifting shadows off a dream yeah so um during the recording of this album kevin moore announced he was leaving really and space divest was never going to be on this album right so, Space Divest. Th- yeah, this bit. This Shut bit. Shut the fuck up, Jeff. This is, you know this what? is the best you know what? part. I'm te- <laughs> we don't get monetized anyway. This is the best part. <laughs> this could be the best song off the album. Yeah. It really could. But I'm... We're- the way it builds up at this point. Literal goosebumps every time. Every it gets me every so time. So fucking fist clenching, man. The way yeah, that 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 thirty seconds signifies everything about the greatest vocal performance of all time. It's unbelievable, unfucking believable. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm so upset that his voice fucked up. Because I think he would be now... I know he gets a lot of shit, but if his voice never fucked up, I think he would be regarded as one of the best vocalists ever. See, I, it's weird to me. You don't, you, don't, you don't really get the people don't like his voice thing, do you? No, because I, his actually, it's just his voice. Not the whole doing shit like that, yeah. but just the tone of his voice to me. I think it really suits Dream Theater. I wouldn't want Dream Theater another way. No. So it's, it's, well, it's like, what? He, he has some weird sushi, his voice fucked up. Yeah, it was also, it, it wasn't just that, so he ruptured his vocal cords. Yeah. And then he was told to take his six months to a year off, but they just got a massive tour in Japan. Right. So he, they took the risk. He went and toured in Japan. Okay. And because of the how, like he's singing with a lot of strain and I think it, it just made it worse. So he lost that very top part of his range, but I think he lost the power. But, no song has ever made me feel more emotional than the Count of Tusky. No yeah. song in the maybe, maybe Jesus of Suburbia. Yeah, I get, I get, I get you. that the outro to Count of Tuscany. Mate, I've right, I've seen bands live and cried. I yeah. don't worry. I that's the only song I've listened to and, and cried. cried. Yeah. Like genuinely, tears. Like it's unbelievable. Uh, to be honest, listen, because obviously we're getting really emotional about this album. I actually genuinely just nearly cried when "Lifting the Shadows of a Dream" was on. Like it's just because yeah. I'm getting so passionate about it. But just that first listen to Carl Tuscany, not the first listen, just that that bit at the yeah. end. It's just so fucking heart wrenching. Yeah. That it's the melodical aspects of that song. Are yeah, unbelievable. It's fucking wicked. I, I, I'd, I'd want to do a fucking podcast on that album. But, yeah, we can. <laughs> do you know what I mean? uh, but. That's one thing I noticed as they progressed. They seem to get more into back in these days. They seem to have a bit more of a, a rocky sort of edge to them on their riff writing. Like a bit more grit. Yeah. It, not grit. It's the, the, you know, the blues sort of sound. Okay. Like it's yeah. sort of, they use a, in a fucking musical term, they use a lot of flat sixes and stuff like that. But what, you, you know, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, oh, it, He's got the guitar on, guys! A lot of that. Right, okay. And then they've moved on to more... they moved more on to more, like... Uh, Somebody got what that then. Because I didn't. Yeah, so... Basically, they moved from, like, a more rocky, sort of bluesy-ish yeah. bass thing, and they've moved into more metal territory in the later years. And I think because of how Count of Tuscany's using a lot of them, just pure melodic things mm. as a build but I mean, I, there's parts of this that are like this stuff, but it has that sort of you know you know what I wouldn't describe it as funk but it's got that sort of funky groove yeah. like 6 o'clock has it um, the outro is this fucking song yeah. is fucking wicked yeah it's weird because I'm trying I'm trying to beat this album up because I, like my mates probably won't like this album yeah I'm, I'm fine with that it's not really one to slam but down very, to, is it? I'm very comfortable about expressing my opinion on this. I, yeah. I, don't, I will always, always hold my ear to what I think about music. And I think 
I think, I don't know, I am not the technically the best person to listen to for a musical opinion, but I think I've got an opinion, opinion worth listening to. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Same as you, same yeah. as Ethan, because we actually listen to music, we, we proper care about it. Yeah. Well, when we saw more than six pounds at download. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Just if you're fucking listening to it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, come, they'll, they'll listen to the first half hour. Yeah, well, they, as soon as you see the artwork to this, they'll go, oh, it should have been three days, Grace. <laughs> I quite like three days, Grace. Like, they're they're they, all right. They, they're good three days, Grace. Yeah. Like two, two singers ago. Three Days Grace were great on, you know, when you choose a good wrestling theme song for your creator character. Right. So Space Divest, the song literally about falling in love with a picture of someone in a Space Divest. Is that what it is? Yeah, he saw a picture. Of, Kevin Moore wrote these lyrics. He wrote Lie and Six O'Clock as well. What's Kevin, is Kevin Moore up to anything these days? I believe he's now like a homeopathic doctor, I've heard. What the f- they like they're dangerous right okay <laughs> make sure you speak do you play doctor um alternative medicine it's it's a dangerous game right fucking like, like people fair. think that they can like be cured of cancer through heat therapy shit like that now i'm not that's all i've heard but um hell, basically fucking for a week. space divest is the most Undream Theatre song because it's not a Dream Theatre song. It's a Kevin Moore song. Right. Um, this is harrowing. I was never a big fan of this song until I saw it live. You know what? And I went with you. Yeah, th- this was that. When I saw this live. It was, a 50, was it the... It was an evening with Dream Theatre. It was the 20th it was anniversary after, of a wait, wasn't it? It was after this self-title came out. And he played Illumination Theory, by yeah. the way. What it was, it was it was it was both the fifteenth anniversary of scenes and yeah. the twentieth anniversary of Awake. Yeah, so we had like It was the first half of scenes, second half of Awake. Yeah. But the end they were finally free, didn't they? No. Surely they did. No. Yeah. No, yeah, they did with this, Joe. They didn't. They did. They didn't. They did. They did. I'm getting it up. Get it up. I'm getting it up. I'm That's so- a weird thing to say to you, brother. <laughs> I think they did a wake first. Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, they did, they did first half of scenes. Uh, yeah, because they did, they did regression into uh, Overture. They did. Yeah, yeah, they did the first half of scenes, but I think they did it second. Did they? Yeah, I think. Oh, did they do Farley Free? I like to think it's all Farley Free live. I'm just trying to check now. I just wish they played home. But somebody over here has already seen it. So fuck I've you. seen the whole thing, Ben. Was home good? Yeah. This <laughs> is fuck you. <laughs> yes, they did do. So act two was mirror, lie, lifting shadows, space divest, and scarred. And then her illumination through was the closer. Oh. And then the encore was overture, strange deja vu, dance of eternity, and finally through. <laughs> Yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> so what I was starting to say before about this. I've um, seen hybrid theory live. That fucking that is just like up there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you'd compare um hybrid theory to 
this sort of thing. No, you, you can't. It's, it's a, a completely different, it's a different, different world. It's like a yeah, like that's Hybrid Theory sort of tapping into like teen anger and no, yeah, yeah. like Hybrid Theory is a fucking. It's a ten out of ten. This is a ten out of ten, but it's just a. It's a, diff- a different, it's a different world. It's a different yeah. world. Yeah. It's like, um, so this, yeah, Kevin Moore announced he was leaving because he didn't want to do prog metal anymore. Fair enough, mate. How uh, do you write this tune go? Yeah, well, we don't really want to do this anymore. Well, this is what he wanted to do. This sort of thing. Okay. Um, so he, he it's a really good song. It is a really good song. Uh, but yeah, it was originally, I think originally to live forever was going to be on it instead or Eve. Which to live forever has been played live quite a lot, but uh, they're both like B sides. Yeah, um, um, I was I yeah, wasn't really a big fan yeah, of the song until you heard it live, which is interesting because people hate the live version. Mental. Do you want to know why? Because right. you get these people, don't you? Oh, that's not how Kevin Moore played it on oh, the piano. Fuck off, you nuts! Ready for this? Oh. Why have they put a guitar solo in it? It's ruined it. That guitar solo blew my socks off. I hate people. I actually hate people. You Um, can never... The thing is, you can never, ever make anyone happy. Everyone happy. You can make one... No, can you fuck? Yeah. So you may as well do what you want to do. equality offends people. Yeah. On topic, but it's fucking true. Do you know what I mean? And I I thought that the solo added something to it. No, mate, no... This song, like, I fucking love this song. I love this song now, but it's because I've seen it live. Yeah. Do you know why? I can say it about Muse. I was never a big yeah. fan of Muse. Saw them live. I went, I can, I get it now. I fucking get Muse That now. happened to me with uh, Slipknot. Yeah. 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 Because, uh, like, that. I think that's more because, like, I listen to mainly this sort of stuff where yeah. it's like, you listen to it and then Slipknot, you're sort of like, ah, people are bad. Uh, but then when you bash. see it and people going off on one, you're like, oh yeah, I get it now. Slip it off. Yeah. Oh, I love Slip it off. We could talk about one of Ah, oh, we've got so many ideas. Yeah, so, yeah, so th- th- literally, this song is about, he saw a picture, uh, he was in Japan. Yeah. Saw a picture of a girl in a face divest and fell infatuated with her. What a way to... I know. He needs to get laid. I know, and he needs to stop <laughs> putting <laughs> magnets on people's heads and so on. It's curing them of headaches. <laughs> He's there. How long's his podcast now? He's there. He's fifteen minutes. He's there with his plague doctor mask on with some leeches. Like, what a fucking weirdo! I wrote spade a star vest. <laughs> yeah, take that, you filthy mud blood. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So uh, after this, they actually uh, auditioned Jordan Rudess. After this, wanted him to join, and he just said it wasn't the right time. And then, what would you know? Five years later. Mental. I really enjoy ending al- the album with like a softer no, song. Wicked. When it when it f- fits the thematic sort of like the conclusion. To be, of that. To be fair, could this, this album if it finishes if it finished on Scarred, it would still be really good. Yeah, well, if it, even if it finished on Scarred, it's still like an hour and eight minutes. Yeah, which is fucking uh, wicked. This though. is dangerously close to being too big for one CD. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like a. Where was I? Yeah, when we talked about Rise Against the other day, um, the other day, it was about four weeks ago, but um, you said about um, how um, Hero of War should be the closer on the album because of the message it say. It wasn't really the closer. It was more, Just of, it was where more, it was it was more of Savior coming after it. 
Yeah, you should watch that quick tear of vibe. Yeah. You should the thing is with this it's like it's it's structured perfectly. Cuz you, you you get yeah. straight into it from the off. You get a couple of heavy bangs. You get Innocence Fader which is the happy song, but it's got a great guitar solo at the end. And you yeah. into the and then you're into like the proper like this is the proggy bit. Erosomania voices, Silent Man, all part of one giant thing. They're all intermingled with each other. Then you just got two absolute heavy bangers. And then you got a nice soft one. Then you got Scarlet, which is beautiful. Um, the best music in the world is the one that pulls your emotional heartstrings. And I don't think an yeah. album does that to me more than this album. I think, genuinely, this is arguably the. For me, this is arguably the best album of all time. Genuinely. This is so- I get I get why people would say Seeds is better. I know yeah. I totally get it, but but if someone's go to me, I want to give Dream Fate a chance. This is the album I'll give him. Yeah, I might give him the most latest one actually. Like I think that's easier to listen to. Yeah, way. yeah. To be fair, uh, there's a lot of similar self-titled as well. Self-titled, even um, Dry yeah. Turn. Dry Turns, like some parts of that are. Underrated, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> this is the thing. I've always, like I've said, I I don't think they've done a bad album, and I think they get a lot of shit because of how it, good it, they are. Is it like, is it like trying to rank the best players of two thousand nine Barcelona? Maybe. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're picking like, through the best. You're trying to rank the best place in the world. But it's like it's like say if we were to use like our rating system for Dreamfitter, it'd be a lot. Of, it'd be yeah. tens and nines. Yeah, it'd be tens and nines. But yeah. do you, I think it's better to rate them in in the context of Dreamfitter, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I've got four at ten. Yeah. One at not nine point five, and then a few at nine, few at eight, and one or two at seven. That 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 sort of be how I did it, but. Yeah. They're just my favourite band because they don't only hit you they're not only phenomenal musicians. They don't only just hit you with like great music. They have a very, very powerful emotional connection. If you can I think they are the most emotional band I've ever listened to. It it pulls in a different string for me. Like it really does. Like yeah. no other band has hit that. Like greed they have on a more personal level to me. Yeah. A lot of that does rest on nostalgia, genuinely. It really does. Um, it, it, yeah, you can't really... It's complete apples and oranges. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah, because like... This is so much more music-based. This is talent. This is people being the best in the world at what they do. Yeah. And they do it fucking well. Yeah. And... Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. I could not recommend this album... No. Enough. It's probably it is probably my favorite album of all time. It's this or Nimrod. Like it is fucking ridiculous and they totally different vibes. But yeah, fucking wicked. It's Dream Theater Awake. Oh, it's just beautiful. And uh, t- t- I'll tell you what. What? It'll waken you. Oh god. <laughs> and that was not a lie. That was fucking gross. Shut up. <laughs> Shut You'll up. You'll be looking in the mirror. Fuck off. Fuck Six off. Six o'clock in the morning. Oh, stop it. I can only hear voices. in a web. You nonce. And that's why you're a silent man. <laughs> can we move on, please? I don't think we can get a Rotomania in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't. Please, I don't want to see where you go with that. No. Um, right. 
moving on from our hour and tw- nearly as, as long as the album discussion. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have a, <laughs> can I have a wee break, please? Yeah, I'm going to pause here so we can... <laughs> so we don't crash again. Album swap. We'll, we'll do yours first. As in, Is the it, one I gave you. Yeah? Yeah. Um, right, can you... Um, how do you pronounce the name? Anathema. Anathema. I was going to say anathema. 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 Scousers. <laughs> Mate, I could not... <laughs> But I, because obviously I, I, I actually, I searched where you're from to do, to do the post to the, uh, the Facebook group. Yeah, like, what? I was like, what? They're from England. <laughs> the fucking Scousers. And I was like, what? I, thought, be, yeah. I thought you'd be like from fucking Finland or some shit. Yeah, to be fair with my hit rate on this so far, they're not going to be from England and they're probably going to be somewhere Scandinavian. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of Scousers, it's not in England. Yeah. Just saying, it's their vote, not me. Um, yeah, anathema, weather systems, right. Do you want to know, can I just tell you something interesting yeah, before you start it. this? No, go for it. There used to be a doom metal band. <laughs> I quit the podcast. <laughs> Nothing It's going to blow my mind more than that. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, there used to be doom no, metal. No, fuck off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I need to listen to that. I don't know if it's Have on... you seen how many albums they've got? Yeah. Back Fucking, in the I can't. Yeah. I can't even, like... Right, no, because this is where I'm going to go with this. Um, I really, really, really like it. Like, yeah. really like yeah. it. As we were <laughs> just talking a lot about emotion, right, this no. does a lot. I'm very passionate about Lifted Shadows of a Dream by Dream Fair. It's so... It's, just, it's beautiful and it's delicate. This is that, the album. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Mate, I did not know, because obviously, we, if you go to a... If you go to a band on Spotify, they'll, they'll have, like, a, a little... Um, You'll see the band at the top, won't you? Like a picture. And then yeah. that's all you can get from it. It's like, oh yeah, there's a, cu- there's a couple of girls in the band. Yeah. Press play, bloke singing on um, Untouchable. Uh, Untouchable Part, part one. 1. Mate, weird fucking intro. It's fa- it's quite upbeat. Yeah, the um, the way, the way... It sounds like a Death of Anna song, and I forgot what it was. The, guitar- the way the guitarist, uh, finger- he's, a, he's a really good finger picker. Yeah. It sounds yeah. really upbeat. It yeah. sounds like it's going to be quite middle of the road, quite quite manic street preachers sort of vibe. Weird. Um, but, mate. Then he starts singing, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> the emotional fucking rock. It's so fucking sad, man. It's so sad. It- Heart ragingly sad. I think- Especially for like the subject matter for them first two songs is a lot of thing that most people go yeah. through. It's like it's essentially about saying goodbye to some to somebody, but at the same time accepting it. So say to say goodbye while still resenting the fact. Yeah, a lot of that resonated with me. Yeah, um, I did actually get really emotional listening yeah. to it. Like I re- really, really did. Yeah, um, when I first heard this, I was like. Shit, this is hard. Why did you, where did you listen? When did you listen to this? Uh, Tim, who I uh, went to uni with, recommended it to me. Yeah, it's fucking wicked, man. Yeah, uh, really he, good. In fact, he recommended four of the thing, three of the things I recommended you. Is he, is he like a prog guy? Yeah, he? he was like. So he was like in the in my first year, I did um alt rock, mm. and then I met some guys who did what well, did prog metal. So I did prog metal, and then he turned me on to like because I I was mainly just I was the biggest dream fit of hard on ever. Right, just just a tangent. 
What age did you get into G Fair? Well, 2010, it would have been. Yeah, it was It was when I was about to leave for uni. For uni, right, yeah. okay. I just, so, I, yeah. was, I was into... Um, oh, I got massive into Metallica in my last year of A-level. Metallica! Uh, and I, before that, I was massive into events. And oh, I fucking love Metallica. Um, <laughs> and then I thought I'd start checking them out. I think I saw the uh, the video for Dance of Eternity on YouTube. I think, I think How have they got a video for that? It's just an in, it's in the studio lab thing. Um, and I was like, it was a bit hard to listen to at first. And then and I literally, like, I heard, when I first heard, like, the first three chords of Metropolis, the, yeah. you know, doo, 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 I was like, shit. This is me. This is this is what yeah. I want to listen to. You know what I mean? Um, it's quite weird because like your favorite bands have been quite prolific. It's like been a big period of time. Whereas me, it's like, oh yeah, so this is Ben's favorite band <laughs> now. <laughs> Yours has been Green Day, Seven Four, Metallica, Dream Theater. Yeah. It's stopped at that. But it's, it was Trivium for a bit, and now it's back to Dream Theater again. So mine is Trivium. So. Yeah. Springs and roundabouts. Anyway, <laughs> on to post pro. Yeah, this I've... is totally irrelevant. Yeah, because this definitely isn't metal. <laughs> no, it's prog rock. It's not prog. It's post prog, I believe they call it. Post. Or... What's the. F- Tell me the difference, show. I'm intrigued. I've got no idea. Exactly. This is, this is progressive. Yeah. It fucking is. I, th- I, I think the, the issue is with progressive is music doesn't really progress anymore. So I think progressive right, okay. actually refers to the sound of what progressive was back in the day like yes and stuff and because this is a lot sort of like using the more ambient this is more pink floyd based i'd say then yes there's not a lot of no no it's fucking wicked it's like it's really good what i think they're wonderful at is builds i'm gonna get to this joe yeah every single song is the same it every single song on this album seems like a bloke having a fucking wank trying to get to the climax (laughs) That is the most disgusting way to describe such a beautiful album. <laughs> but you didn't say I'm wrong. <laughs> Especially in the uh, the biggie. Yeah. Um, um, the beginning at the end? Yeah. This, well, or is it the storm before the calm? The storm before the calm is really interesting. Is that the big one? Yeah, it's like, but that's like... It's two, getting colder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I'm it's on getting, about. It's that's like two songs in one. No, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a fucking marathon wank. Yeah, but um, yeah. What do you th- did you notice? This is like in a lot of the songs, it's like the voices aren't actually singing something. It's like their instruments. Like yeah, that, Joe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um. Yes. It's getting colder, colder. Uh, that right. And then uh, the gathering of the clouds. That, yeah. There's all that. But the the the, the sing a lot of no words. It's kind of like oh. Yeah. Yeah, but they might even sing words, but because they repeat it over and over again, it sort of becomes like a riff, yes. like vocal riffs. Right. Anyway, I said, yeah. I obviously knew there was females in the band. Mm-hmm. Listen to Untouchables Part One. Mm-hmm. Apart from the odd, like, backing vocal of like a. Ah. You said females, like the guy from Friday Night Dinner, and that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, you got any females? Shalom. Shalom. Joe you know Hello, it, Jackie. It's so <laughs> shit, that programme, but it's funny. Yeah. Like, it's not it's very terrib- funny. It's terrible, but it's funny. It is, yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, at this rate, it's probably the only, one, only thing we can watch. So. Just Friday night dinner in this podcast. 
So we had so we all yeah, get... Not enough people <laughs> listen to this to get offended, and I cut everything out that could have been offensive in the last one. Okay, I'll go. I'll go prison. <laughs> then anyway, Untouchables Part Two, mate. When those vocals come in from that, I don't know what she's called. Um, I think her name is Rachel. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah, <laughs> so beautiful, yeah. like. So delicate, these fucking songs. Like, it's it's Lifted Shadows of a Dream, the album, to me. Well, I don't know if you've noticed this. Go on. Enlighten me. Did you notice how the gathering of the clouds yeah. builds up? Yeah. Like a load of pressure. Yeah. Like it's a gathering of clouds. Yeah. And then the lightning song, it's like the crack of lightning that relieves all the pressure. It is the best song. Lightning song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Oh. <laughs> My God. It Every time. Unbelievable. The 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 the, mel- the melodic writing yeah. in that song. I, I can't yeah. sing. <laughs> the the, oh. the way that the the melodic writing in that song is un yeah. fucking believable. It, yeah. And it, it's all building. Yeah, because you've had this build, and then yeah. in the, and then it's it breaks. just this fucking bloke having a fucking power wank, and it fucking ejaculates. Oh. Then it, it breaks, and then you've got this nice acoustic guitar. Oh, mate, it's fucking unbelievable. Not having, yeah, and then and then she starts singing, and then the way this builds up is just absolutely... So, honestly, it's so good. Yeah. If, 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 that, that is another every time Goosebumps. No, it's so, fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, there's a reason I said to you from the off that I really like this. It's the only album I have said that. Yeah. It kind of takes a twist at the end. Not the not the basis of us. I don't like this album. Yeah. But it's where I rank it. Yeah, it, it, that depends on, like, um, where you put stuff in, depending on... I'll that. tell you why when we get to it. it it's... it's I, I think I know what you mean. Like, in, in uni, we had this sort of concept of if you did a pop song, how can a pop song be... Uh, considered a higher grade yeah. than a yeah. uh, a yeah. prog metal song. But it still always will be subjective. It will always, especially... Like, I did a very subjective degree, but that that's yeah. what it was like. Yeah. I, I had an advantage in the music I d- chose to do. Yeah. Because it's already a bit technical. But like this is not very technical, but the melodic writing is something I'd strive to achieve. Mate... <laughs> It sounds like, like I'm really, I'm just really happy you gave me this album. Yeah. Like I was a bit, I was unsure if you'd like it because it was so mellow. Right, this album is the only album I see that you've gave me. It's yeah. the only album I've put on, not for this podcast. It's because I wanted to listen to it. That's took a change. Not no disrespect to this yeah. album, but I'll tell you why when we get to it. When we actually grade it, um. But um, I do sort of, I, I I don't know if it's, I don't know if it because it because because it's all build release build release. Yeah, fifty five minutes of it. Yeah, it does it get a bit too much because I think kind of does. Yeah, because I think up until I think the um the storm before the the storm before the calm, which is a great song title by the way. Fucking wicked tune. Yeah, the bit that yeah that bit at the end where he's getting proper no, into mate. it. No, yeah. mate. <laughs> It's, it's like it's fucking insane. The end of that tune, man, is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, sunlight's weird. Sunlight's Sunlight weird. puts me off the very first vocal thing. It's not the vocals. It actually sounds like 
a modern day story so far who are a pop punk band. Oh, really? Like, they, they went quite Britpop. Okay. And it actually sounds like something they put out. Weird, because it's really not this world. But that's what I got from it. Um, I, I think Sunlight might be my least favourite song on there. I get that. Yeah. It kind of took me out of it. Yeah. I, I do find it hard to listen to this as a complete album because it's so much of the same of doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, the Star Before the Calm. The I'm getting cold a bit. Yeah. Could could be the music soundtrack to any montage in any soap ever. Yeah, it's so <laughs> like it's getting colder. It's so I'm dark. like, is it? Yeah. yeah, it fucking is. It is getting colder. It's so dark <laughs> and it's just the same thing over and over again. And you know, the more it's something repeats, the more you want it to. It's weird because halfway I actually thought the album ended. Yeah. And then it's a completely and different went- song. Completely different yeah, tune. You wouldn't be surprised if these. You'd think that they were two separate songs. Yeah. You check your check what you listen to, and it's still the same song. You just the, the end of this tune is yeah fucking unreal. Uh, I really like this. Yeah. Why do you rate it? Wicked. Or do I rate it? Yeah. Right now, I want to change my ratings to the rating system again. <laughs> Joe, don't mess with me. No, because I, I feel like when you put a mark on something, right? Um, like a grade. On such a, uh, I feel like we're trying to be different. I think we should just go on. I really like it. I'd listen to it again. I'd really like it. I'd listen to it yeah, again. Yeah. So like, I'd listen to it again. Yeah. Like actively listen to it again. I may listen to a few songs, or I wouldn't like actively seek it out. Okay. I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's just okay. Because I feel like we're gonna give a lot of each other a lot of seven and eights. If you know what I mean. I think we're going to, because I think a lot of the wow. t- tens that I know, you already heard, a lot of the tens yeah. that you know. So I'm just like, wonder if. Right, it's weird. This is definitely, on you giving me this album, this has definitely been my favourite. Yeah. So far. However. I've kept going back to that Queenswack album. And I definitely prefer Operation Mindcrime. <laughs> I, I think I think the thing is Operation Mindcrime obviously is considered one of the best albums of all time. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. no, I, I've kept. I've, yeah, but I, th- I think I think because you've only heard you only, you didn't have a lot to listen to it. Yeah, and you'll listen to it more and more. Fucking wicked, man! Yeah. Like it's really good. What I love about that is this, like the story behind it's so cool as well. It's fucking w- the shoes, yeah. man. And it, the pits I didn't like at first is I'm starting to like him. Yeah. Like, I didn't really like Speak, but yeah. now I do. Yeah. That Speak the Word. That yeah. bit, yeah. But it makes sense now because that's like... Of course like, it does. You yeah. have to give it time because I'm only... To be fair, the last podcast we did was the Download Festival. So the podcast we did before that is when you gave me this album. Yeah. So I've, I've had a lot longer yeah. with this album. That's what I'm, I'm wondering if we should have give ourselves a bit more time so maybe we'll do like a podcast without album swap and then bring maybe. it back a week after yeah to get like a full so genuine. we've got like a two week yeah maybe because I've been listening to Idle Hands for f- four weeks um, yeah I've been listening to it for fucking all year Joe <laughs> right so uh, yeah so nah um, I'm, I'm guessing you'd actively like seek it out again, this yeah. album to me fills a void yeah, we can do the grade things but this album to me fills a void which no other album does. It's like that little 
a bit like what Prince does, a bit like what Abba does to me. It's got that little, little tiny little spot where nothing else touches it. Yeah. I really like it. The lighting song is fucking, like one of my favourite songs I've listened to. Like, it's fucking brilliant. Though I will say, it makes you better if you listen to Gathering the Clouds beforehand. Just because it, yeah, okay, yeah. just because for the, the build up, yeah, for the build and then the release, the, the wank and then the climax, tension and release is the is the key to music. Um, <laughs> I saw the them with Opus, by the way. They yeah, I know, Opus. Saw it. yeah. It's fucking wicked. Uh, they're on the previous album, which oh. is more critically regarded. Opus, um, I like Opus. yeah, the uh, previous album for Anathema is more critically regarded. Uh, there is a song on there which. Uh, Vili Velo from him does back and vocals. Okay, that's a little bit of me. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about an album which reminds me of him. <laughs> right. So, when I first heard this album, I was like, what? Hang on a minute. Oh, yeah, do you want me to say what it is? No. How am I ranking it? Am I ranking it? Um... Do what I will you want. definitely listen to this. I will listen to this song yeah. again. I, I'd give it a nine. Give it a nine. Because. I preferred it on first listen to Queensryche, which I gave a nine, although I definitely prefer Queensryche now. I'm going to create some a proper ranking system. We'll, okay. we'll go on what we're used to. Okay. Okay. Um, right, so this this album. Right, so about five minutes later. <laughs> Idle Hands, Manor. Oh, yeah. Goth Rock. Interesting. This is oh, a little bit of me. I was I was not expecting to like this after my first. Okay. I, I think the first song um, is a bit different for the rest of it. If you know what I mean? It, it, it comes across a bit punky. Cut the face inside your wrist. Yeah. The lyrics in this are, are hilarious. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love this album. <laughs> I really do. It's sort of like, if anyone's seen The Disaster Artist... Or uh, The Room, Tommy Wiseau. Imagine that as a band, but it's really good. It's, it, 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 Did you just say it's really good? Yeah. Yes! So I, I definitely have my favourites. I do think there's, there's some fillerish things. Like I don't really like the first song, but the first song sort of reminds me of like old school punk. Yeah. Rather than like, and I think they're a lot more interesting Ooh. melodically than the other songs. Great. Are we, are we going to talk about Jackie? Yeah. So, obviously, the first song has got some interesting lyrics, as Ben just mentioned, and something about... Cut the vase inside your wrist! Something about a cunt as well, I'm yeah. sure he said. Mate, it's fucking yeah. mental. Yeah. Um, but then we go on to... Hello, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> this song is so catchy. Oh, Jackie... And then he miss, and then he realizes he's older too. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't really know what he's trying to say. It's so good, Joe. It's so good. Yeah. But um, it's fucking brilliant. So I, I've got a few. Um, you know, because you mentioned how you like that that sound, that yeah, clean well, guitar sound. A yeah. single solid rose is yeah. the epitome of that. Well, there's a lot of that in here, and it. It gave me like inklings of like the Cure and yeah, yeah, um, definitely Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Yeah, sort of mixed with this punk rock. I also really like the Smiths. I do. Um, oh, you're not allowed to say that though, are you? You're not allowed to say that because it's not cool. No. 
Um, yeah, what I think I like about this mo- most, at least I hope this is what I like about it most. I'm so happy you say I like. <laughs> I'm so happy. I think it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, no. doesn't. Because of the absolute tune on this for me is Dragon, Why Do You Cry? <laughs> and if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, it's absolutely bonkers. You shouldn't like this song. It's like, it's like, so he sings. It's like, I know you're real. And then the dragon sings to him, saying that he's not real. <laughs> And then he comes back and says, I still think you're real. But then he says, no, you're not real. And then it turns out he is real. It's all, but I think... I think it's still chickle sock, though. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is, uh, don't give up on what you believe in. I, th- I think that's actually what he's trying to say. Yeah. It's just disguised through it's dragons. Fucking brilliant. But the... the best favourite part of this song for me is that end, the end guitar. Yeah. Oh, there's some proper taste of guitar work on here. It's fucking wicked, man. Yeah. I think his voice might be a bit unusual for some people because it's very low. Yeah, it's, it's basically think goth rock meets Danzig. Yeah. From Misfits. It's like typo negative meets Dan- yeah. Danzig and then a bit yeah. of punk rock and then emo chords, like new wave. But like Danzig is like, yeah, Fire me. Mother. Oh, fuck off. What a fucking song that is. <laughs> he sort of looks a bit like Danzig as yeah, well. He does, yeah. He does, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mother, what a tune. He, he comes across a bit like, I, I, I check these guys out on like Facebook, right? And like on their bio, it's like a full thing that he's written. So he comes across a bit like he's the leader of the band. Sort of, he does something. Um, I, I also, in a actual serious sense, really like the ending song. I think that, yeah, I think that's really good. Like an as a, like a, a a proper sort of not tongue in cheek way. Uh, I think a single solemn rose is one of the best songs yeah. of the past five years. That is a great song. It reminds me of him a lot, but it really does. Mm. I got used to his voice after a while, so it might take a few. I think uh, the quick get used to his voice is <laughs> yeah, but I really like the, like the slow cheese. Like don't don't waste your time. I think that's where I didn't like it as much. I think that's where I didn't like it. Oh, I fucking much. love that. I all about that. So if I, if I just go through like my highlights were Jackie, give me to the night, give me to the night, <laughs> give me to the night. It's fucking brilliant. Dragon, why do you cry? I I like double negative because again the lyrics are so weird. Um, Dragon, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. It is. I tell you what, if if you want to listen to one song from this entire nearly two-hour podcast, it's Dragon Why Do You Cry? Because you need them lyrics in your life. Right. I really like this album, but do you dare ever respect a week like that again? <laughs> <laughs> like, the um, one song off this podcast, you go, Dragon. <laughs> Double negative is interesting because it's like he wants to commit suicide in the chorus oh. and then decides he doesn't want to commit suicide at the end. <laughs> What's the way fucking I'm, the way, brilliant. The way I'm talking about this does not like make it, it's like this is completely different to what I gave you it. Like, mate, honestly, the the vibe and the sound of this album it's so timeless. Yeah, it, what I like about this is it's could this could have been 1980s yeah, and I, it could have been now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I like how it's such a 90s throwback. Fucking brilliant, man! But, I fucking love it. 
it, it's really catchy as well. But, yeah, like Jackie, so 80s. Yeah. Oh, Jackie. The thing is, like, you can listen to these lyrics and just have a good time, just like listening to them. It's just, yeah. it's just fun. It's one of these albums I could throw out and go, yeah, give sure. me a beer. Short as well, 40 minutes. You don't have to spend too much of your time in it. I have slammed this album, like repeated it. I have. Even like, because it's been so long since we've like done it. I was like, you know what? It's weird. I need a bit of Dragon Ball. It's weird. Cry. It feels like victory to me. To, for me to give you an album go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Dragon, why do you cry? Because you don't think I'm real. But I do think you're real. Have you what? gone back to Puppy? Uh, yeah, I've been going back to a few Puppy songs. Yes! Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been giving um, Queen Shrike some jamming yeah. and um, Cassettoni is the album, which is really good. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like one of them bands who are really consistent, like yeah, Mastodon. Really good. Um, really and, good. Um, there's a few that like that who always like put out solid albums. Um, I'm getting... What do you rank this, Joe? Do you like it? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this quite often, yeah. quite a lot, because I was unsure where to rank it. I think did I give Puppy an eight? I think so. I, I think, think I so. might give this an eight point five. You prefer this over Puppy? Yeah, mad. I prefer Puppy just. Yeah, I can get that. I just, I think, I think, I enjoy tongue. I know I'm like I'm serious, but I just enjoy the tongue and cheekness sort of Fair. vibe about it. Um, have you got a next one for me or not? I do. There's a few I've got. <laughs> I've got. Fucking loads. But I'm gonna go back to the seventies. Is it Rush? No. It's another R. Uh Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> and another I'm gonna, R. I'm like this. And another R. Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow. Rainbow Rising. Rainbow. Rainbow Rising. Rainbow Rising, it's called. Rainbow the, the band Rainbow, album called Rising. Right. Fuck that was a struggle. On lead vocals. Ronnie James. It's only half an hour long. I'm really good like this. Um, I'm going to give you what I think will be your favourite album I give you so far. Um, a lot of it is the tones of what I like about the start of Cult Tusky, what I like about the start of um, Changing Seasons, the tones I fucking love in Single Solemn Rose. That tone to me is the best yeah. tone you can get and this album is full of it. Paradise Lost, Draconian Times. Okay. More goth rock or goth metal this time. I think this will be your favourite album I'll give you so far. I think, I think, yeah, I think from what I've heard of Paradise Lost before, I've not heard a lot. I think this might, I might need a couple of weeks. No, it's fucking yeah. brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Um, I've really, I've really enjoyed this. I think this is, this is my favourite podcast so far. Right. So I need to edit it down, but it's currently an hour Yeah, and it's a little minutes. bit where my dad came in again. I was almost going to give you Rage album. Oh, <laughs> we need to do something about that. What? These people who are like... <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I could do one tomorrow morning. I could uh, do one tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. No, you know what? I, I'm tempted if Ethan comes tomorrow just to film. Go film. It'd take a while to edit, but it'd be like we could yeah. like clip it down. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So- Follow us. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, and do remember that Rage Against the Machine (laughs) are raging against the machine and the machine is not a washing machine. (laughs) It is. No, I can't be asked. I can't.
It is old people on Facebook. Good night. (laughs) 